Hey guys, quick audio apology. So for some reason, Maria's microphone was not working properly during this recording. Unfortunately, we cannot re-record this episode. So I apologize for any weird audio things that are going on when you hear her voice. I tried my best, but it was a great episode. So I hope you enjoy it anyway. Here we go. That's an awfully hot coffee. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Hey there. Hey, and welcome. Wonder Binge Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Let's talk about some shit, you know? <laughs> Don't mock me. Don't mock me. Must be me. <laughs> All he has to do is move his mouth and it's mocking me. <laughs> literally what my speech is right now. It's just moving my mouth and sounds happen, but they're not correct. So what are they supposed to be? Your well, mouth be moves words. and... Okay. Words. I'm crying. I'm playing a lot of Skyrim lately. <laughs> I know. I think it's really affecting your... I have a lot of quests active, and I keep, like, just following arrows and doing things, but, like, getting there and not knowing which... Like, I, like, left a quest for a while and did a bunch of other stuff, and then I was like, this is... The only thing left in this quest line is to deliver a message, so I'll just get that done and forget about this quest line. Mm -hmm. And I deliver a message, and then suddenly there's just a random NPC, like, great. Thanks for delivering the message. You're in this now. You've shown your worth by delivering this message. Get on the ship. No arguments. So now I, I, so I, I, like did, I didn't have a choice. I just got on the boat and now I'm like in a cave and I don't actually know what I'm doing. You've shown your worth. Go ahead of us and clear the, like, find our path in. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> what have I shown my worth for? I don't know what you're talking about. Here. Have you even gotten paid? Oh, fuck those guys! You're out, man! <laughs> like, I can understand that it's literally the point of the game is, like, you do each portion of a quest until it is complete. That is literally what the game is. <laughs> However, uh, th- the message says this, which means that this needs to happen. You'll go do that for me, right? <laughs> like, I understand that's literally the point of the game. Sorry that I freaked out about Skyrim. No, it's okay. <laughs> my boy today. Uh, me too, honestly. I feel like we didn't, like, mentally prep to record. Oh, well. I guess, but, like, yeah, we're just gonna record anyway. We're just gonna keep on going. Hi, my name is Jen Kill. Oh, this hey. is my co-host. How you doing? I'm Maria Makina. I'm Jen's co-host on this the show called... Wonder Binge. Wow. It's quite the show. You should really tune in. Wow, oh, wait, you're out. already here. What? Oh, my God. That's gross. It's so good to hear hear you, broadcast to you. What are we doing here? Wow, it's so good for you to hear us. It's so good for you to hear us. It's time for you. <laughs> yeah, man, I did not mentally prepare for this today. I mean, I have my notes, but, like, my brain is still in, like, sit down and watch TV mode. What are we talking about today? I do have a topic for you today. I don't have one. Good. I think that would really, you know, create some tension between us yeah. if we both were like, hey, I want to talk, but you know, only one of us can talk. Tell me what you're doing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just got to fucking get into it. Okay. Okay. So I am going to start <laughs> with, um, I'm going to start this kind of weird. It's already weird, but we're going to get weirder. Are you ready? Love- this is the most chaotic <laughs> we've ever been. I don't think it's the most chaotic, but it's definitely the most awkward. <laughs> I'm really trying here. Okay. So Maria. I'm going to think of a food, and I want you to tell me what I'm thinking of. You're thinking of a banana. I'm not thinking of a banana. You're thinking of an olive. No, I'm not thinking of an olive. Ravioli. I have a very specific image in my brain. How are you not receiving it? It is a chicken nugget. It is a chicken nugget! 
did you feel that or did you just guess? <laughs> I just like pictured a chicken nugget. <laughs> Literally this morning at 8.30 a.m. I got in my car, headed to work. Wow. I, I, my brain went, well, Maria, you're headed to work. And after work, you're going to go over to Jenna's and you're going to record the podcast. But are you going to go to Jenna's and you're going to be like, I'm hungry and force Jenna to feed you? Or are you going to get chicken nuggets? <laughs> and my brain was like, you should get chicken nuggets. But then I just came straight here. But I was going to get chicken nuggets today. But now we're talking about chicken nuggets anyway. We can just talk about them and fantasize about them. And then when we're done recording, we can go get chicken nuggets together. Why are you asking me? Why are you telepathically telling me about chicken nuggets? Because I'm talking about telepathically. <gasps> telepathy. I'm talking about telepathy today. I'm, it's it's going to be like a little bit about telepathy, like the concept. But then it's going to be a shit ton of stories. Oh, Let's go. Today is story time, fam. Okay, but let's just jump into what telepathy is. First, before I start telling stories about this thing that, wow, you don't know about this because I haven't told you about it yet. The definition of the word telepathy, now the wording is important here, is the supposed communication of thoughts or ideas by means other than the known senses. So suppose it is the important word there. Yes, into the definition itself. Because there have been a bunch of experiments, but nothing's been, like, solidly proven quite yet. But anyway, the word comes from Greek, tele meaning distant, and pathy meaning feeling or perception, which I think we talked about with precognition a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you remember from that episode with prophetic dreams and precognition, the people who felt, like, those bad feelings right before, like, really big things happened could be considered telepathy by that raw definition of, like, the communication of thoughts or ideas other than the known senses. Okay. So, yeah, we're jumping back into, like, the parapsychology realm, which, if you remember, parapsychology is the study of alleged psychic and paranormal phenomena. Oh, fuck yeah. Things such as telepathy, clairvoyance, and precognition, they all fall under the category of something known as extrasensory perception, or ESP. Oh. I actually didn't know that's what ESP meant, but if you had, like, a gun to my head, I probably could have guessed it. Extra... Extra sensory perception. Network. ESPN. (laughs) We've got the phenomena! We have the meat. (laughs) Parapsychologists believe that... Parapsychologists believe that... that ESP. ESP. Is transferred through. Is transferred through your brain to your friend's brain. Through a hypothetical mechanism called the psi. This term is also derived from Greek as well as the word telepathy. It is the Greek letter psi, the 23rd letter of the Greek alphabet, and the initial letter of the Greek word for psyche. So psi means mind and soul, which you might remember. Spirit. Yeah, because we're in alpha psi omega. And we know that Psy means spirit, beginning, spirit, end. Like the journey of a theatrical play. Wow. Basically, so I take this as telepathy is the communication through the mind and soul. Okay. As well as clairvoyance and precognition. So through their studies, parapsychologists have suggested that there are many different types of telepathy, such as latent, retro, pre, intuitive, emotive, and superconscious. So I can guess what all of those mean. What's latent telepathy, Maria? Latent telepathy is telepathy that kicks in later. It's latent. It's it's in waiting, you know? It's not it's not active. It's just chilling in the background. Basically means a time lag. Your brain does not have a great internet connection. So, what's retro and pre? Uh, well, pre is before, and retro is, like, retroactive, so, like, after. You, you would be correct. How about intuitive? Intuitive? <laughs> Using your intuition, dude. So, like, 
it's intuitive telepathy? Intuitive telepathy, yeah. I'm assuming that is when you sort of use context clues to help in the telepathic connection. It might might be context clues, but yes. So retropri and intuitive telepathy are the transferring of info about past, future, or present state of an individual's mind. For example, my friend who does tarot readings is, she's also psychic. Um, but when she's doing readings, she will get image flashes in her mind based on the readings. And sometimes she has real flashes of a person's past and can even sometimes smell and feel parts of those flashes. So I think that's part of the intuitive telepathy because she will put the cards down, she will read them, and then it'll like suddenly make sense to her. I've never thought of telepathy as like that sort of thing, like visions and stuff. Telepathy in my mind has always been the active, like, transferring of something. What are you thinking of the thing I'm thinking? Right. It's always been that, like, direct connection of, like, stare into my eyes and guess the color. I think. I never thought of it as, like, ha- like a-, a psychic having a vision would technically be telepathy. That kind of falls under clairvoyance in my brain, yeah. for sure. But, like, I think clairvoyance and telepathy have a strong connection, especially since she's doing a reading for a client. Like, there's a telepathic connection there, I think. Like, she won't randomly have those visions just outside of a reading. It always has to do with the person that she is reading. So that's why I think it falls under telepathy, because it it's, it's that communication. It's, it's probably more of, like, a, a tapping into the mind of the person being read. Yes. So clairvoyance versus telepathy, in my mind, would be, like, the clairvoyance is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm receiving things from, like, the, the spiritual side. I'm receiving things from the actual reading. But mm-hmm. then if I begin receiving things from your mind. Like right now. But in the moment, you don't have to really differentiate because it's all semantics at that point. Well, you know what? So she also, like, she's told me this before that, like, if she's doing a reading and, like, she starts to get the sense that her client has a hard time, like, speaking their mind and speaking their truth, she will start stuttering. Her throat will start to get itchy. Oh. So I wonder if that would be telepathy. Because that is directly that, what the person is yeah, feeling. I feel like that would be like empathic telepathy. That would fall under emotive telepathy, which okay. is the feeling of bodily sensations of another. So is that synonymous with empathy? Yes, it would be synonymous. Yes, sorry, synonymous is the word. <laughs> it's like okay, so it's 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 like that with the scratchy throat, but it's also like Tia and Tamara when you when the mom is like treating I forget which twin it is, but she's treating one twin. And she's like, does this hurt? And the other twin goes, ow! That joke of a twin connection. Yes. (laughs) But that would be emotive. And then superconscious telepathy. Do you want to guess what that one means? Uh, Superconscious. Either semantic form where when when it comes to like supernatural, which does not mean supernatural. It means like above or outside of natural. So superconscious would not be, I'm very conscious of this, but more so like outwardly conscious like your 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 disconnected consciousness the back brain collective consciousness is probably the word you're looking for it has to do with collective consciousness and being able to access intangible superhuman wisdom like the superhuman wisdom hard drive in the sky so your brain's connection to the cloud yes basically that would be super conscious telepathy so those are the different types of telepathy that parapsychologists have kind of narrowed down Now, telepathy, along with all parapsychology, as you may know, Maria, is considered a pseudoscience. Mm -hmm. We love pseudosciences here. Many people who have claimed to possess telepathic abilities, such as the Creary sisters, Washington Irving Bishop, and Stuart Cumberland, 
have been debunked and confessed to fraud. Now, this is important because when they were first, like, really trying to get into the experiments of telepathy and of, like, all the pseudosciences, these were the people that they were focusing on. Like, these, the Creary sisters specifically that I know of were very much in the spiritualist movement Mm -hmm. when all of the, like, parapsychology and, um, like, Society of Psychical Research. I I never say that right. Is it cyclical? Cyclical? No, that's circles. I think you're thinking of psychical. Psychical? Yeah. But that's when, like, a lot of parapsychology research was being done. And those people said they possessed those abilities, but all of them were debunked. The debunking was, just just so we all know, the Curie sisters had hand signals for their, quote-unquote, telepathy. Bishop and Cumberland, uh, they read muscle movements, which I think is interesting. So cold reading. Stage psychics do, is cold read people. Yes, exactly. Now, while many different experiments have been conducted in order to validate the theory of telepathy, most experiments have been heavily criticized for their poor controls and lack of repeatability. Which actually has, I'm going to backtrack there because the more I read about it, the more I started to see that like current parapsychologists are trying to recreate these old experiments and updating them to make them more controlled um but anyway there's no official or substantial proof that telepathy is real or in my opinion there's no proof that telepathy is a conscious decision which is why i think it can't be experimented upon necessarily but i'll get to my opinions on that in a minute but the most well-known types of experiments for telepathy were zener cards which were you had two subjects all these had at least two subjects One subject had 25 cards with all different symbols on them, and they would draw a card and they had to telepathically tell their partner what is on the card. Mm -hmm. Then there are the Zanfeld experiments, again, two subjects, one put in a sensory deprived room. So one was like the designated receiver and the other was outside of the room and they were the designated designated sender. And they would just have to like transfer their thoughts to the person in the, the sensory deprived room. So that's the Zansfeld experiment. Okay. And then there's dream telepathy, uh, where obviously one person was sleeping, the other was awake, and the awake person would have to transfer thoughts into the sleeping person's dreams. Oh, I would think that it would be the reverse. I would think that the awake person would have to, like, guess what the person's dreaming about. See, I think that actually provides more room for error, because, like, the dreaming person could wake up and be like, okay, what did I dream about? And then you could tell me what you thought I dreamt about. And I can just say yes. Whereas, like, if you're the outside person sending messages into the person's dreams, you can write down, like, I send a purple elephant. And that person wakes up and says, I dreamt about a purple elephant. Okay. Then maybe it worked. But then there's also no proof that you didn't talk about it beforehand. Why is purple elephant the go-to when it comes to things like this? Where did that come from? I actually don't know. Apparently, like, the average person thinks of... Like, just thinks of an elephant at least once a day. I've heard that too. And it's like, are you sure? I think it's like the more you think about elephants, the happier you are or something like that. Like, that's what I've heard somewhere. Oh, it was a marketing campaign. It was an icebreaker for the beginning of conversation. So I think it comes from, like, the concept of elephant in the room. But if you all think about an elephant, the elephant is, like more tangibly in the room and then you can move on i guess i don't know i'm not gonna read too much into that one anyway my criticism of all the experiments i said this before my brain is so petty that you just said that and i immediately started thinking of like a regular orange giraffe my brain was like (laughs) fuck you (laughs) no i'm not gonna think about your purple elephant (laughs) 
Anyway. Anywho, <laughs> my criticism of your fucking orange giraffe is that you're an asshole. No, my criticism of all the experiments, and, like, I don't know the ins and outs of these experiments and, like, if the test subjects knew each other or anything, but, like, I think I can safely assume that they probably did know each other very well, at least. My criticism is that if telepathy, things like telepathy and clairvoyance and everything, if the way they transfer thoughts and feelings is through psi, mm-hmm. mind and soul or spirit, like... If you don't have, in my opinion, like if you don't have a good spiritual connection with someone, then you're not going to be able to telepathically communicate with them. Yeah, because that's the whole basis of like twin telepathy. Exactly. Why that's such a popular concept is because like you cannot be more connected body and soul than being a twin. Than sharing the womb. Exactly. Like sharing 99% of your DNA. (laughs) Right, exactly. So like Um, it's, it's like you have to be able to speak each other's soul language, which is not something you can just like right. teach someone in a couple hours like. i also wonder if 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 you were to try and look at it from like a scientific standpoint of the way that human minds work and the way that like we would sort of intuit like like you were thinking about chicken nuggets right mm-hmm. i guess chicken nuggets on like the third try right but also if i were to try and mind read a little bit i would say you probably chose chicken nuggets because you know i love chicken nuggets and i love saying chicken nuggets yes i do know that (laughs) it eventually occurred to me because you were thinking of a food and i know that you know that i love chicken nuggets (laughs) chicken nuggets so it's very like that was based on our connection yes um and my previous guesses didn't make much sense because why would neither of us have ever thought of an olive together no except when we're singing jerusalem by dan burton like (laughs) so i i wonder if um like nature wise or no not Nature versus nurture. So I guess it would be nurture-wise. It would be nurture-wise. Our our similar environments and our experiences together led to that specific connection. It's created a soul link over time. Yes. Like, we grew up together. So our brains have developed in similar environments. Mm -hmm. So the way that our brains work and the way that our neurons are firing are probably also somewhat similar. Obviously, you and I would have a better connection because we've known each other for, like, fucking 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. like, if me and someone from this area were to try and do a a telepathy experiment, we have similar life experiences and we have similar to tie back to. But if me and someone from, like, Washington, Mm -hmm. not D.C., but, like, Seattle, Washington. Right. If me and someone from the other side of the country tried to do this, it'd probably be harder. Yeah, definitely. Because you don't have that shared environment. Yeah, totally. And, like, I think, and especially in our community, I won't say the name of the community, but, like, our community has this weird, it does have a weird spiritual connection. Like, there's something about, like, wherever I go, I feel like it's really easy to pick out people that lived in this county. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because I grew up here, but, like, people from this county, like, tend to have a persona that I just, I just know. And, like, other people from different counties recognize that persona. I was gonna say, I can't really pick up on it, but, like, I have coworkers that aren't from around here, and they, like, comment about us all the time. Yeah, this county, these county's people. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but, like, there is, like, a weird thing that just binds us all, and I don't, I don't get it, but I think you're right. I think that has to do with, like, the soul connection. But with that, you mentioned twins, so I'm going to queue up my twin telepathy stories. Okay. Because I'm at the end of explaining what telepathy is, and now I'm going to get into the fun stuff. Okay. 
All right. Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I should have. on Baby Daddy with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. I, that's a whole different document. Let me pull that up one second. <laughs> I should have looked into the, the Sprouse twins. Fuck. I don't know why they're my go-to twins. Probably because I grew up with them. It, yep, that would be it. Mary Kate and Ashley. Mara. Totally. Um, wait, I think that's all the twins that we grew up with. That's all the. I think that's all the twins. <laughs> that's all. That's all the twins oh, ever. I went to school with some twins. We know. did. It was. It was Sam and Amanda. Oh, I've heard about them. Yeah, they were twins, and then we had the two uh, redheaded twins, and then there was um, twins in our grade, but they were boy and girl, which is so cool to me. But yeah, so into my twin telepathy stories now hey, hey yeah sure before i get into that i have to tell you that there have been several telepathic experiments performed with twins specifically but they all yield more or less negative results the same with the other experiments there are still ongoing studies about twin telepathy or twin lepathy, as I like to call it. Oh my god, that's so fun. Also, can I interrupt you because I just remembered another set of twins and I can't believe we forgot them. Who? <gasps> Igu and Kaoru. Oh my god. <laughs> the Hitachi twins. Animation twins, of course. How can we forget them? Oh my god. How can we forget them? So, although the results of these twin lepathy experiments are not conclusive, studies point to the probability of identical twins being more telepathic than fraternal twins because they are genetically closer. Mm -hmm. Which is an interesting thing to me because it's like if you, if there is no solid proof that telepathy exists, how can you say that it's more likely than the other? I think, I think that's coming from the scientific side of the research where, where it comes to like the literal biological firing of synapses in your brain, mm-hmm. their brains are so similar. True. DNA within them is so similar and they have developed at the same rate. So I, I think like scientifically, the, the similarities between their brains. It's more likely, basically. Is, yeah, it would lead to the potential of same synapses firing at the same time sparking the same idea that they would then say sure yeah and like come to think of it a lot of the twin telepathy stories that i have have to do with more specifically identical twins so you know that's probably how they came to that kind con- that conclusion is because like more of the anecdotal stories that they have have to do with identical twins than fraternal twins but that's not to say that there aren't fraternal twin stories okay. so it's also important before i get into the stories to point out that Twins often share more than just a face or a birthday. They share the same environments and friends and experiences, kind of like we were just talking about. So it's not necessarily weird for them to know each other's thoughts and feelings or even be able to finish each other's sentences. Mm-hmm. That's just like a, a small criticism I want to throw out there right. to kind of cover my ass and a little bit. I also want to just throw in there. I don't know why I tend to lean on the skeptic side lately when it comes to these kinds of I've been enjoying it, honestly. Yeah, like I said, like I was saying before, of the whole, um, maybe the synapses fire at the same time and the same idea sparks. Right. A lot of the time when when we, like, say something at the same time or we both have the same idea or, like, you say something and I'm like, I was just about to say that and we, like, feel that connection, we feel psychic. Uh It is in the moment and it is we are both in the same environment, we're experiencing similar things and... Mm -hmm our brains come to the same conclusion and that's very exciting for us. Right. But in the situation of I'm thinking of this, trying to figure out what I'm thinking of, <laughs> it puts it puts more pressure on it and it becomes an active process of right. trying to figure out what are you thinking, focusing on your eyes, focusing on the the invisible line of thought that you're sending to me. 
which takes me out of the environment and out of what potentially could have been a psychic moment or a telepathic moment. I think, guess what I'm thinking, is harder to match up than we just happen to say the same thing at the same time. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think if you were to say hey, Jen, guess what I'm thinking? I would very much have to be like immersed in what I'm doing and it'd have to be an offhand chicken nuggets and then just continue with what I'm doing. Because if I take myself out of the environment and just enjoying your company Mm -hmm. and having to focus on something that I don't understand, like, yeah, that would be really difficult. That's why I think that telepathy is not a controlled language. It's not a conscious process. And here are some stories to back that up. Now, these stories are anecdotal anecdotal they're not scientific okay. are they true maybe are they entertaining we're about to fucking find out babe. yeah we are so there's a famous case of these two twin girls named Gemma and leanne hewton they were fraternal twins important to point out the thing is that you just said two girls so now i'm confused because i i was that fraternal was when the the children have different uh, sexes at first. No, fraternal means so fraternal twins typically don't look alike, and that's because I'm gonna get a little sciency on you. So an identical twin starts as essentially one baby, one fertilized egg, but during the process of the pregnancy, that egg splits into two. But with fraternal twins, they from the beginning are two separate eggs, oh, simply okay. sharing a space instead of dividing oh. from one entity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Wait. So it's okay, not so always boy girl. Yeah, so That's you straight up didn't cool. know. Oh my god, I actually like did you learn today. Great. Told something. Really quickly, Matt, why'd you look at me? <laughs> I thought the same thing. Okay. When, when I was younger, I thought the same thing. And I actually like I was talking to a twin and I was like, You're wrong. <laughs> you're not right at all. Like, you're lying to me. Stop it. <laughs> the conclusion that I've and he was like, my own is correct. He was like, no, me and my brother don't look alike at all. I'm like, I understand that, but you're, but you're wrong. Both dudes. <gasps> wait, I just remembered one of my mom's old friends is also a twin. Okay. And then wait, there's a set of twins in my brother's grade who are who we actually know. Billy Isertel. He's a oh, twin. That's the kid I was yelling at. <laughs> that's awesome. No. So there's a famous case. This happened in 2009. British teen Leanne was in the middle of taking a bath when her twin, Gemma, who was in another part of the house, got the overwhelming feeling that something was wrong. She felt like Leanne was in trouble. Gemma went to check on her and found that Leanne had had a seizure and was now unconscious and submerged under the bath water. Gemma pulled her out, performed CPR, and was able to get her sister breathing again. Cool story, right? We do have a criticism. Leanne has a history of seizures, so some would say that it was natural for her whole family, including her twin, to be kind of on alert at all times. But the story was truly only famous because it was her twin who saved her. If it was her mom, wouldn't have been on the news. If it was literally anyone else, wouldn't have been on the news, but it was the fact that her twin saved her that made it cool. But yeah, so that was Gemma and Leanne. Sorry to start right off with a criticism of the cool story, (laughs) but I thought it was important to note because I did have... I did kind of have the same thoughts, and then as I read the article, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm validated now. Another story. I'm just going to go bam, 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 if that's okay. Okay. There's a set of four-year-old twins. Their names were Ethan and Gabe. During the time of this story, Ethan was with his mother, and Gabe was with his grandmother. They were not together. Ethan says to his mom, Mom, tell Gabe to put his clothes on. And mom, obviously confused, decided to call the grandmother and check in. Because why not? And the grandmother tells her, 
She's been having a hard time getting J- Gabe dressed all morning because he wanted to stay in his PJs all day. So just randomly, his twin was like, I'm going to snitch on my brother. <laughs> Which is fucking shameful. But he's like, Mom, tell tell my brother to put his clothes on. He's being a bit of a dick right now. <laughs> I'm four years old. <laughs> I'm four years old. Now, the next story I was hesitant to in- include because it's not really about telepathy necessarily but it is kind of a weird story of like nature versus nurture this almost goes against what we were talking about with people being raised in the same environment um so maybe you know what i think this was a good decision to keep it in to just touch on that a little bit so this next story is actually very famous the gym twins have you heard of this you probably have i have i think they are the twins that were separated um, from a very young age and grew up with the same name, ended up like basically living the same life, but in different places. They yes. The same job title. Their wives had the same name. Yep. Kids had the same name. Yep. Yep. You're like, totally everything. right. They lived about 45 miles apart. It's insane. It, it's definitely crazy. So yeah, you actually had most of my bullet points of what was so weird. <laughs> yeah. So separated at birth, their adoptive parents both happened to name them James and they both went by Jim. Both of their childhood dogs were named Toy. They both excelled in math and woodworking in school. Both married twice, the first wife being Linda, divorce Linda, marry Betty. They both did that. One of the twins actually married for a third time. Her name was Sandy. But I think the one Jim is still married to Betty. But they, yeah, you're right. They both had a similar job. One was a security guard. The other, other was a deputy sheriff. And they both happened to vacation at Florida Beach their whole lives which i can only imagine like the locals being like didn't i just see you but your wife was different and your kid looked different are you living like i could just imagine thinking that this guy's living a double life oh they are identical by the way i don't know if i um if i said that these twins were identical but the twins officially met in 1979 when they were both 39 years old and i don't know if, if you were wondering this but i certainly did i tried to find if their wives looked similar but i could not find pictures of their wives so if anyone else was thinking that i tried if you if you're better at internet research please hit me up because i am so fucking curious if their wives looked similar uh but anyway i wonder if jim's had the same like phase in high school you know what do you mean like i wonder if both jim's like had a scene phase Oh my god. Or if, like, one was a jock and the other was something. Like, I wonder if there was any differentiation. (laughs) Well, like I said, they both did um, math and woodworking. So I can imagine they probably did have similar phases if they were into this, like, similar stuff. Something I didn't put in here, they were both also chain smokers. So, like, and I think that tends to come out of high school, especially in the 70s. Or, like, before that would actually be the 60s and 50s. But, um... Yeah, like, chain smoking, I think, had to do with a lot of, like, teenagers at the time. I could even say it's still. But anyway, yeah, that's an interesting thought. The next set of stories that I have, which is going to be bam, 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 bam. They all come from a book that, unfortunately, I wasn't able to read before we recorded. um, And there is no audiobook, so I couldn't just, like, do it while I was working. But I was able to piece together some of the book's description from the sample on Kindle on Amazon and just the book descriptions on different websites. The book is called Twin Telepathy, The Psychic Connection by parapsychologist and author 
Guy Leon Playfair. Why is I, why is Guy just like definitely his name? Guy is definitely his name. That's that's written right here. Yeah, like you said it, and I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> that is the name was. <laughs> why do we? What? Why does that check know. out? Just feels right. Guy, the parapsychologist. Yeah. Uh, the book was published in 2002, and there's been a couple since then. But it's loaded, loaded with stories about telepathic twins. So there's not a lot of detail in these stories, but I, I feel like we don't. We don't need the detail. We just need to know the, the, the crux of the matter. First story is about a four-year-old girl who had burned her hand. Simultaneously, her twin sister unexplainably developed massive blisters on her hand that looked similar to the ones from her sister's burn. That's shit that fucks me up. It's all, they're all so weird. I hope they're all true. The next one, a man was going about his business when suddenly he experiences stabbing pains in his chest. He staggered and sat, sat down in a chair. At the same moment, 30 miles away, his twin brother was shot dead. Next story. At 10 p.m. one night, a father wakes to his son screaming and crying for no apparent reason. After a short while, the son falls back asleep. Meanwhile, his twin brother is in the hospital with the mother receiving a painful injection. The mother noted that the time of the injection was roughly 10 p.m. <laughs> so literally at the same time, these these babies just oh my god like babies doing it is is like yeah. so crazy too children are scary children are scary they see dead people all right next story a woman is deep into a painful labor miles away on an entirely different continent her twin sister begins to feel contractions across her very not pregnant belly apparently it is common for this to happen amongst twins that like twin females will like experience each other's birthing process even if they're wow. themselves are not pregnant that's so strange what like birth too because like it's a whole nother human so it's like i feel like there'd be an interruption from the other human soul but like it's just when it comes to like literal physical stuff it's crazy like i wonder if in that case like she got a the sister got a call of like hey your sister's in labor like, I wonder if there, if she was aware, if there was any subconscious aspect of it where she knew that her sister was in labor. And so the whole, like, placebo thing of, or not even placebo, whatever the word is for when. Uh, placebo, like, I think is accurate. If I, if accurate. I think too much about my chronic migraines, I'll give myself a migraine. Totally. I wonder if her thinking of her sister in labor would have then triggered, triggered feelings of labor. Symptoms. Like, I wonder if she knew or... Because it, that's case, where I wish I had the details. Like, I wish case. I'd read the book. It's, it is weird. All of these are super freaky to me, but also super cool. Next story. A healthy man suddenly feels a suffocating pain in his chest hundreds of miles away. At the same moment, his twin brother is experiencing a heart attack. Oh, no. Now, this next one is, I, I, I don't even know how to process this next one because the twins were in the same place, but there's no way they could have planned this. So a set of twins are skiing in the Alps. One falls down and breaks his leg. At the same time, on a different ski slope, in the same mountains, but on a different peak, that brother falls and breaks the same leg in the same location. But like, why? <laughs> why did they both fall at the same time and break the same leg on different mountains? Like, I just don't get it. Imagine they each independently get carried off to like that mountain's first aid tent. Pull out their cell phone, call their sibling. Dude, you're not gonna believe what just happened. You're not gonna believe what just happened to me, dude. I broke my leg. Dude, I broke my leg. <laughs> what? What? And then they suddenly show up face to face in the same hospital. <laughs> I'm just 
Mom. Mom's gonna freak. <laughs> yeah, so that one I I I just can't I I can't really even process it. Next one, a woman had dreamt in great detail about the death of her fraternal brother. She dreamt of him laying lifeless next to a railway line. The moving train nearby had strangely shaped funnels that she took note of, and she found them odd. Once she woke up, she got the news that her brother was indeed killed by a train. Of course, researchers were skeptical about this dream, because dreams are harder to prove. But when she described the strangely shaped funnels on the train that hit her brother, a train that she has never physically seen before, they were convinced that she was telling the truth. And they were able to corroborate with her priest and her husband that she did awake that morning and tell them of the dream, and then received news of her brother. Her priest? People tell dreams to their priests, I found, in uh, more like back in the day, but like, I, I've read that a lot, that people will tell priests about their dreams. <laughs> I just thought of, like, telling a priest my dream and then the priest going, you hugged a corpse? <laughs> no, not a corpse. Corpse. Oh, yeah, you dreamt about hanging out with corpse. Who was I talking to? Oh, my dad. I, my dad has only ever heard of corpse in the context of his music or, like, when I watch him gaming. Mm -hmm. His actual username is Corpse Husband. So I refer to him as Corpse Husband in front of my dad. And my dad goes, is Corpse gay? And I was like, what? What? Why? What? And he goes, he, he has a husband? And I'm like, no, dad, that's his name. <laughs> what do you Where mean? Where is this question coming from? <laughs> nice. Anyway, those were all the books that I got from... Oh, those were all the books. Those were all the stories. <laughs> I have a library. I have a library in my brain. So those were all the stories from that book that I could not unfortunately read, and it's unfortunately not available as an audiobook, but you can get it for Kindle if you're interested. I might I might hit that up later when I have more time. Now you have to own a Kindle to read a Kindle book. I think so. Do you have a Kindle? I don't. Well then I guess you're not reading it. <laughs> I guess I'm not reading it. Now lastly, these are my last set of stories. These are from people I know that are twins. Oh boy. Uh, I only have two. I actually know more twins, but I, I couldn't get a hold of them. So I just went with my coworkers. Two of my coworkers are an identical twin. One of the twins is Tijuana, and the other twin is my coworker who I'm going to refer to as Nil. What is up, my man? So let's go with Tijuana first. Now, Tijuana didn't have any like crazy telepathic experiences that he could remember, at least. I, I like to think that he did, just can't remember. Um, but he does remember instances of when he was younger that, like, one twin would have a fever, but the other twin would have all the symptoms. But the twin that had the fever was, like, totally fine. Could, like, go out and play, like, eat everything that they That's wanted. Shitty. I know, right? So those were the only, like, telepathic experiences that Tijuana experienced. Okay. Now, Nil fucking teased me with a story saying that he remembered having a really weird telepathic experience, but he couldn't remember all the details. So he like, and he even asked his twin, like, hey, do you, do you remember like that weird thing that happened? And he's like, yeah, I remember that weird thing that happened. What happened? They, like neither of them knew what happened. So fucking flip table, but it's fine. However, did leave me some breadcrumbs that he and his twin used to work at the same business and their coworkers would watch they would witness and comment on the fact that they could perfectly work in tandem without ever saying a word to each other hell yeah which is kind of cool that's dope um and yeah that's pretty much it it was just what is telepathy and all the stories ever <laughs> except for fucking zach and cody which i should have like i should have looked into god damn it 
That's it. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, I'm done now. Goodbye. I didn't have a graceful way of ending. No, I mean, I didn't do it in the beginning, so I can't I can't cap it at the end, you know? Damn. Do you want me to make up a manky zone on the fly? I'd, lo- I'd love to hear your impromptu manky zone regarding <laughs> telepathy. All right. We may never truly understand the bond that twins share, but it is certain that it is unbreakable. Not about telepathy at all. Not about telepathy at all. <laughs> Literally not. <laughs> Didn't Listen, it. you. I just wanted like a quick little, just a little boink done. Close this book daintily. I want to like discuss just a tiny bit. Yeah, I'd love to discuss. That's a way better way to end. It's yeah. The mental stuff is like weirdly easier to swallow. Yeah, because there's there's very much the whole like I'm gonna use a term from D and D of like the weave is just the invisible threads of of magic that flow through everything sure it's the force that connects us all everything is connected yeah or like or like the the like life tree um and also the force from star wars like everything being connected is it's it's such an overarching theme like we literally just said in all of these franchises Mm -hmm. of, of the the force which connects and it's crazy to like look at it as a confirmed thing there is a force connecting us when my twin stubs his toe i feel it because of our connection like through the universe and mm-hmm. it's just so interesting and weird <laughs> it's definitely weird i actually so this doesn't have to do with like twin telepathy but i did read it was kind of a self-help book a little bit um but it had like thought experiments in it. It's about connecting to the weave, the force, what have you. Like, and one of the experiments was like, like communicate telepathically a message to someone all day. And by the end of the day, see if they do that thing. So the example was like telepathically communicate to your wife that to pick up a loaf of bread on their way home. And if they do it, then the experiment was successful. It's it's like that. It's like quick little things. And it like the experiments get more advanced in that like you tell like kind of say to the universe, universe, I want a new car. And there's no like necessarily like set time frame, but like if you think to yourself enough that like I want a new car, that opportunity is more likely to come. Or at least so, you'll be able to spot it easier. So, like, manifestation. It's like manifestation, more or less. But actually, I just remembered, the first thought experiment is kind of cute. You ask the universe for a sign or a gift. So you could ask the universe, like, if you're there, if you're listening, send me a red rose. And if you see red roses throughout the day, throughout the week, the experiment was successful. Or if you say, universe, I want a small gift to prove that you're there. And like your neighbor just happens to come over and be like, I baked too much cookie. Do you want cookie? Too much cookie. <laughs> you take, you take. You take cookie. You take. <laughs> I don't know why. I, take gave, it. <laughs> I don't know why my neighbor has an accent like that, but they do now, I guess. <laughs> um, but that's the thought experiment. But I think that speaks to the weave and the forest. Like, there is something definitely connecting us. Actually, I'm sorry I'm, like, taking over this conversation because this is something I've been thinking about a lot. But, like, my – so I, I'm trying to, like, low-key learn Spanish. And someone that works in my building, I walk by them a lot and they, they speak Spanish. So I, like, casually will be like, you know, buenos dias, como estas, and, like, you know, quick little 
Spanish things and he'll teach me some new Spanish. But I told him the other day that I've been trying to learn my favorite prayer in Spanish, which is the serenity prayer. We just started talking about that and he started to say, you know, like, I don't believe in God like the Catholic Church or like Christianity believes it. He's like, God is the force. God is the weave, essentially. Mm-hmm. And he compared it to electricity. He's like, electricity is the force that connects inanimate objects, but God is the force that connects living things. And I just thought that was a really cool way to think about it because electricity is more or less something that we understand. So maybe, to put it in those terms, twins maybe share, like, the positive-negative on a battery, and that's why they have such a strong connection. Oh, wait, that's cool. I Wait, that's really cool. That's, a, that's an interesting way to think about it. Is it telepathy when you call me and I'm like, I was literally just thinking of you? I think so. I think, I think that's a connection right there. Like, there have been times where, I'll, I'll be honest, and this, this may be like a, wow, Marie's kind of an asshole, which is <laughs> fine, I kind of am. But there are times where my brain just, like, forgets people. Okay. Um, as it's, it's very much like an object permanence thing. If I haven't interacted with a certain friend in a while, they just don't come to mind a lot. Mm-hmm. When I sort of remember them, they'll suddenly text me. And that's freaky. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'll remember them and be like, oh shit, we forgot each other. And I'll reach out to them. And then either they're lying to me or they're telling the truth. But oftentimes the response will be like, oh my God, I was just thinking of reaching out. That is so weird. Yeah. Could be a lie. (laughs) Could be a lie. Could be a lie. But I've I've actually experienced that as well. And I I think, yeah, I I think it could fall under telepathy in a way. That like your bond was strong enough to think about each other at the same time. Mm -hmm. And if you're both like comfortable enough to reach out, like that is a bond. Because sometimes that's hard to do is just, just to say, hey, what's up? To someone that you haven't talked to in like a year. So, yeah, I, yeah. Nice. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm tempted to say, yeah, that's it again. <laughs> like, you know what? I think that is it. I think that is it. Parapsychology is interesting, perplexing, indefinite. It's something that I'm very glad you have found an interest in because I would love to know more, but it's not one of those things that's on my list, you know? Sure. So I, I really enjoy that that you have sort of found a, a bit of a, a bit of a nest in it so that you can share what you learn with me because that's super interesting. Thank you. I feel the same way about uh, your more macabre subjects where they interest me, but I ain't gonna look it up. Like, <laughs> well, that's why we fit together so well. Perfect, you guys. Will you be the negative to my positive, Maria? Fuck, dude. All right, I'm thinking of something. Chicken nuggets. I am- <laughs> I am chicken nuggets, she said. <laughs> I literally, my thought process just then was like, all I'm thinking about is getting chicken nuggets after this. I kind of want to do like a little thing with Jenna, but I am literally too lazy to th- come up with something else to think about. <laughs> so I just stuck with chicken nuggets. Yeah, I don't think we're telepathic. Damn, it sucks to be us. It does. All right. Well, thanks for coming coming by. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for swinging by the shop, you guys. Thanks for dropping in. We were just thinking about you. Oh my god, we, wait, crazy. We were just thinking about you. It's so crazy that you're here because we were really, we were literally just talking about you. Oh my god. All I right. hate that. Never do that to me. What? 
<laughs> if ever I come across you and like a friend or something and you're like, oh my god, it's so crazy, we were just talking about you. Don't tell me you were talking about <laughs> That me. is definitely an awkward feeling, but I've always tell me that you were talking about me. Please. Whenever that happens to me, and it's specifically with my coworkers, they'll be like, oh, we were just talking about you. I'm always like, all right, well, what stupid thing are you talking if about? Because they'll be like, oh, when you tripped earlier. Like, <laughs> If I show up and someone says, speak of the devil, I immediately will leave. You that is very true. Me when I'm not around. That's very true. She will literally turn <laughs> around and walk away. You will have to around. chase her down to get her to come talk to you. <laughs> that is not a lie. <laughs> fine, fine. Talk about me when I'm not around. But don't tell me you did. Don't fucking perceive me to my face. Well. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. This has been Wonder Binge. I'm Jen. I'm Maria. You can find us on all the social media at WonderBingePod. And if you'd like to email us with topic requests, parapsychology or otherwise, you can email us at WonderBingePod at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for swinging on in. I am telepathically sending a message to our listeners. I got it. I got it. What is it? Goodbye. Oh no. <laughs> Why wouldn't you let me have that? Because I want them to bring me chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh! Wait, can we go get chicken nuggets? We can absolutely get chicken nuggets. Fuck yeah, bye. Bye!